The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Saturday, and it's still week zero of Lent. That is, it's the Saturday after Ash Wednesday. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Saturday, February 17, 2024, the Saturday after Ash Wednesday. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle 2, and Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Today is the commemoration of the seven founders of the Servite Order. In 1240, seven noblemen of Florence mutually decided to withdraw from the city to a solitary place for prayer and direct service of God. Their aim was to lead a life of penance and prayer, but they soon found themselves disturbed by constant visitors from Florence. They next withdrew to the deserted slopes of Monte Scenario. In 1244, the small group adopted a religious habit similar to the Dominican habit choosing to live under the rule of St. Augustine and adopting the name of the Servants of Mary. Members of the community came to the United States from Austria in 1852 and settled in New York and later in Philadelphia. They combined monastic life and active ministry. In the monastery, they led a life of prayer, work, and silence, while in the active apostolate, they engaged in parochial work, teaching, preaching, and other ministerial activities. Seven founders of the Order of Servites pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Wonderfully, during Lent, we have in our Masses matched readings. The first reading and the Gospel, even the weekdays, are very much matched. Today we continue with the first reading in Isaiah, the 58th chapter. Lord, there what you were giving through the prophet was a kind of condemnation of of phony fasting. And you're giving us the key to how to really please you. And you said, if you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise for you in the darkness, and the gloom shall become for you like midday. And then the Lord will guide you always and give you plenty even on the parched land. He will renew your strength, and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. The ancient ruins shall be rebuilt for your sake, and the foundations from ages past you shall raise up. 
Repairer of the breach, they shall call you. Restorer of ruined homesteads. Psalm, the responsorial psalm, tells us, Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Yes, Lord, teach me your way. All of us need this. And for the gospel, we have it very encouragingly, Luke's version of the conversion of St. Matthew from tax collector to apostle. Jesus saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me. And leaving everything behind, he got up and followed him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were at table with them. The Pharisees and their scribes complained to his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus said to them in reply, Those who are healthy do not need a physician, but the sick do. I have not come to call the righteous to repentance, but sinners. And Lord, we see now this matching of these two readings. We receive this from Isaiah from so long ago, the seventh century before Christ. And I know, Lord, that your word is never wasted. It's for all time, for the people that heard it in voice then, but also for me in some way. And yet it seems so theoretical far away. But Lord, when you come in the flesh, Jesus, when you're with us here walking this earth, then in another way, you are the word. We hear your voice in a different way. And we could just more easily imagine ourselves to be in the place of St. Matthew. And here, that you aren't saying this to a whole nation, a whole people. You entered the life of St. Matthew and asked him, while looking at him, speaking to him, follow me. Come and be one of my band. How does one leave a rather comfortable existence from a material point of view? Socially, I can imagine that St. Matthew was, was not treated well, looked down as a Jewish collaborator in the re recollection of all the taxes for the Romans. But to leave that position, I'm sure there are many who, when he left it, would take it up. But, Lord, what about the fright, the fear, the trembling, that leaving all of that to follow the master, the rabbi, to you, Lord, <clears throat> how, did you, how did you affect this? What graces you gave him that he might be free to follow you? He might have excuses. Did he give them to you, Lord, in his heart? Excuses that might come to you and me, dear listener that I'm just a sinner, that I'm not worthy to walk with Jesus. Others are better than me. Others are socially more acceptable, would be a better apostle than me. But Lord, you said it when you said to the Pharisees who would condemn and accuse you and the disciples that you came for sinners. You came for such as these. The other apostles, James, John, Peter, Andrew, Nathaniel, these were called as collectors of fish, one might say. And you called Matthew, who was a collector of money, of taxes. And yet, who are you, Lord, but a collector of souls? And you want me to be a collector of souls, thinking very deeply of my own. You make it easy, Lord. You called Matthew, and you call me. And Jesus, help give me the love in my heart, knowing you love me and call me, that I might overcome the fear of putting away what needs to be put away, of gathering up what needs to be gathered, that I might, with you, collect souls. You have called me from the temptation of a middle way. Maybe tomorrow I will follow you, Lord. 
Maybe there's a middle way where I can still do a lot of what I do. And could I then still do all that you want of me? What must I give up? What must I venture? It seems a lot, even though I'm sure at times it isn't enough from my heart. No, Lord, you call me because you have loved me first. You call me with my, from my baptism. You call me from my heart. If I let your graces come to me, Lord, will I not see that this Lent will be more than just carrying out some practices, although I'm sure some of them are needed, but it will be a deeper conversion, Jesus. Send me the grace. Cause in me, I say, a crisis. I invite it, a crisis, that I might turn, really, definitively, from what I have held on to before. It may be a deeper Lent, and if I follow you that closely, follow you that closely with the cross, you will convert me, change me, make me into another you, another Christ, who's carrying the cross for the others. What will be different in my life if I become, like you, Lord, a collector of souls, leaving behind the collection of things and money? I will need to have a heart for others that is after yours. Help me then, perhaps in this Lent, that's mine, to seek a way to talk to you every day, mental prayer, like this time with you, Lord, in these ten minutes, but alone with you, talking to you about my friends, listening, helping me, you will, to not get caught up in the weeds. Perhaps the devil, if he can't keep me from talking to you, Lord, will tickle me and say, oh, well, you need to gather phone numbers, you need to, you need to get a new phone, you need to do so many material things. Where can we go to lunch? Where could we have dinner? Should it be coffee or should it be hot chocolate? So many details that are not talking with you. And if I say, Lord, I, I don't know how I will get together with them, but I want to, you will inspire me to come to those details when I'm away from that particular time of prayer with you. Because that prayer with you, silence, with you listening, and speaking to you will be the time that you change my heart to go through that crisis, leave all that behind that needs to be left behind, like Matthew, to see souls as the great thing of, that I must save, my own and so many others. Yes, you will help me to have that higher look, and everything else will follow, because as you called Matthew from what he was doing to be an apostle, you call me. You call me to be an apostle where I am, in what I'm doing, surrounded by so many people. Jesus, you chose an obvious sinner. No one denies it. So I can't complain if I know you choose me. Help me then to answer, as, as Matthew did, with, with such confidence and such joy. For joy has got to be the answer. What you had was not just some raucous affair with Jesus. It was a sign of joy, perhaps an echo of the heavenly banquet that we are called to have. But here on earth, to know you, Lord, and to give you away, that will be our joy, to have this relationship with you. May this Lent find me sacrificed so that I can be away from distractions, that I can talk to you more calmly, learn again how to walk with you in silence and in speech, but to collect my thoughts in my heart. Yes, help this Lent. Maybe with the sacrifices and services I do, open my heart to you that, that I might be of service to souls and to myself indeed as well. 
Matthew, tax collector, sinner, convert, intercede for me in this Lent too, that I might turn from being a collector of things, praise, material, honors, whatever, to be like you, a collector of souls. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. And you'll always find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. familiar Lenten hymn by a duo, which goes simply by the name Walk with Faith. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday, February 17th, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer now as we join with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, Open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come. Let us worship Christ the Lord, 
who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
this life in me you're what I'm living for for all my deepest gratitude you love me even more so as I walk through valleys listening for the master's call I'll trust in The Lord delivered his people from the oppressor. The Lord, the Lord delivered, delivered his, his people, people from, from the, the oppressor. How often they defied him in the wilderness and caused him pain in the desert. Yet again they put God to the test and grieved the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his deeds, nor the day he saved them from the foe, when he worked his miracles in Egypt, his wonders in the plains of Zoan, when he turned their rivers into blood, made their streams impossible to drink. He sent dogflies against them to devour them and swarms of frogs to molest them. He gave their crops to the grub, the fruit of the labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, their sycamore trees with frost. He gave up their cattle to plague, their flocks and herds to pestilence. He turned on them the heat of his anger, fury, rage, and havoc, a troop of destroying angels. He gave free course to his anger. He did not spare them from death, but gave their lives to the plague. He struck all the firstborn in Egypt, the finest flower in the dwellings of Ham. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord, the Lord delivered his people from the, from the oppressor. The Lord led his people to his holy mountain. The, the Lord led his people to his holy mountain. Then he brought forth his people like sheep. He guided his flock in the desert. He led them safely, with nothing to fear, while the sea engulfed their foes. So he brought them to his holy land, to the mountain which his right hand had won. He drove out the nations before them, and divided the land for their heritage. 
Their tents he gave as a dwelling to each one of Israel's tribes. Still, they put God to the proof and defied him. They refused to obey the Most High. They strayed, as faithless as their fathers, like a bow on which the archer cannot count. With their mountain shrines, they angered him, made him jealous with the idols they served. God saw and was filled with fury. He utterly rejected Israel. He forsook his dwelling place in Shiloh, the tent where he lived among men. He gave his ark into captivity, his glorious ark into the hands of the foe. He gave up his people to the sword in his anger against his chosen ones. So war devoured their young men. Their maidens had no wedding songs. Their priests fell by the sword, and their widows made no lament. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord led his people to his holy mountain. The Lord chose the tribe of Judah and David his servant to shepherd Israel, his chosen people. The Lord chose the tribe of Judah and David his servant to shepherd Israel, his chosen people. Then the Lord awoke as if from sleep, like a warrior overcome with wine. He struck his foes from behind and put them to everlasting shame. He rejected the tent of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, the hill of Zion, which he loves. He built his shrine like the heavens, or like the earth, which he made firm forever. And he chose David his servant, and took him away from the sheepfolds. From the care of the youths he called him to be shepherd of Jacob, his people, of Israel, his own possession. He tended them with blameless heart, with discerning mind he led them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord chose the tribe of Judah and David his servant to shepherd Israel, his chosen people. The man of God welcomes the light. So that all may see that his deeds are true. From the book of Exodus. Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. Leading the flock across the desert, he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in fire flaming out of a bush. As he looked on, he was surprised to see that the bush, though on fire, was not consumed. So Moses decided, I must go over to look at this remarkable sight and see why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw him coming over to look at it more closely, God called out to him from the bush, Moses, Moses. He answered, Here I am. God said, Come no nearer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. I am the God of your father, he continued. 
the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. But the Lord said, I have witnessed the affliction of my people in Egypt and have heard their cry of complaint against their slave drivers, so I know well what they are suffering. Therefore I have come down to rescue them from the hands of the Egyptians and lead them out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The country of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. So indeed the cry of the Israelites has reached me, and I have truly noted that the Egyptians are oppressing them. Come now, I will send you to Pharaoh to lead my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and lead the Israelites out of Egypt? He answered, I will be with you, and this shall be your proof that it is I who have sent you. When you bring my people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this very mountain. But, said Moses to God, when I go to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. If they ask me, What is his name? What am I to tell them? God replied, I am who am. Then he added, This is what you shall tell the Israelites. I am sent me to you. God spoke further to Moses. Thus shall you say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is my title for all generations. Go and assemble the elders of the Israelites and tell them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has appeared to me and said, I am concerned about you and about the way you are being treated in Egypt, so I have decided to lead you up out of the misery of Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. Thus they will heed your message. Then you and the elders of Israel shall go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent us word. Permit us, then, to go a three days' journey in the desert, that we may offer sacrifice to the Lord our God. Yet I know that the king of Egypt will not allow you to go unless he is forced. I will stretch out my hand, therefore, and smite Egypt by doing all kinds of wondrous deeds there. After that, he will send you away. God said to Moses, I am who am. Tell Tell the the people people of Israel, I am, send me to you. I, and I alone, am the Lord. There is no other who can save you. Tell Tell the people people of Israel, I am, send me to you. From the Treaties Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus, Bishop Our Lord, the Word of God, first drew men to God as servants, but later he freed those made subject to him. He himself testified to this. 
I do not call you servants any longer, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. Instead, I call you friends, since I have made known to you everything I have learned from my Father. Friendship with God brings the gifts of immortality to those who accept it. In the beginning, God created Adam not because he needed man, but because he wanted to have someone on whom to bestow his blessings. Not only before Adam, but also before all creation, the Word was glorifying the Father in whom he dwelt and was himself being glorified by the Father. The Lord himself said, Father, glorify me with that glory that I had with you before the world was. Nor did the Lord need our service. He commanded us to follow him, but his was the gift of salvation. To follow the Savior is to share in salvation. To follow the light is to enjoy the light. Those who are in the light do not illuminate the light, but are themselves illuminated and enlightened by the light. They add nothing to the light. Rather, they are beneficiaries. For they, for they are enlightened by the light. The same is true of the service to God. It adds nothing to God. Nor does God need the service of man. Rather, he gives his life and immortality and eternal glory to those who follow and serve him. He confers a benefit on his servants in return for their service and on his followers in return for their loyalty. But he receives no benefit from them. He is rich, perfect, and in need of nothing. The reason why God requires service from man is this. Because he is good and merciful, he desires to confirm benefits on those who persevere in his service. In proportion to God's need of nothing is man's need for communion with God. This is the glory of man, to persevere and remain in the service of God. For this reason, the Lord told his disciples, You did not choose me, but I chose you. He meant that his disciples did not glorify him by following him, but in following the Son of God, they were glorified by him. As he said, I wish that where I am, they also may be, that they may see my glory. This is what the Lord God asks of you. To fear him and, and to, to love him and serve him with all your heart and soul. This is the first and the greatest commandment, to, to fear him and, and to love and serve him with, with all your heart and soul. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, look with compassion on our weakness and ensure us your protection by stretching forth the right hand of your majesty through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, 
who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. The Calling of Matthew, or Levi, and a lot more in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
Something you're bound to hear from time to time during this Lenten season, especially as we approach Holy Week, that's from Bach's St. Matthew Passion, O Sacred Head Surrounded, with Susan Holloway on the violin. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord calls Levi, also known as Matthew, but we'll focus more during this season on the last part where the Pharisees and scribes complain and the Lord's response as to his purpose. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, Follow me. And Levi left everything and rose and followed him. Levi made him a great feast in his house, and there was a large company of tax collectors and others sitting at table with them. The Pharisees and their scribes murmured against his disciples. Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous but sinners. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app.
Our Saturday tribute to our Blessed Mother from Beth Nielsen Chapman, A Hymn to Mary. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, and we continue praying now with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. As light of day returns once more, with joyful voices let us sing to God of glory infinite, to Christ our Lord for all his grace, through whom the great Creator's will called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive laws, Till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law of old, no shades of night can fall that dim your dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. We do well to sing your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. We We do do well well to sing sing your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, 
They will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. We We do do well well to to sing sing your your name, Most High, and proclaim your mercy at daybreak. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. I will take you away from the nations gather you from all the foreign lands, and bring you back to your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my degrees. You shall live in the land I gave your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. I will create a new heart in you and breathe into you a new spirit. On the lips of children and infants, you have found perfect praise. On the the lips lips of children and and infants, you you have found perfect praise. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens. On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arranged, what is man that you should keep him in mind, mortal man that you care for him? Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. 
let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. On the lips of children and infants, you have found perfect praise. On the the lips lips of of children children and and infants, you you have found perfect praise. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Wash yourselves clean. Put away your misdeeds from before my eyes. Cease doing evil. Learn to do good. Make justice your aim. Redress the wronged. Hear the orphan's plea. Defend the widow. Come now. Let us set things right, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they may become white as snow. Though they be crimson red, they may become white as wool. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free. From the hunter's snare. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And from the hunter's snare. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither rust nor moth can destroy. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither rust nor moth can destroy. Let us always and everywhere give thanks to Christ, our Savior, and ask Him with confidence. 
Lord, help us with your grace. May we keep our bodies pure as temples of the Holy Spirit. Lord, help us with your grace. May we offer ourselves this morning to the service of others. And do your will in all things throughout the day. Lord, help us with your grace. Teach us to seek the bread of everlasting life. The bread that is your gift. Lord, help us with your grace. May your mother, the refuge of sinners, pray for us. And gain for us your loving forgiveness. Lord, help help us with with your grace. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayers of our own hearts. Lord, Lord, help help us us with with your your grace. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty, ever-living God, Look with compassion on our weakness and ensure us your protection by stretching forth the right hand of your majesty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It is definitely Lent, and I hope that you're doing well on the journey so far. We'll know it for sure tomorrow, because it will be the first Sunday of Lent. The Saturday edition of Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.